1: last chance for football wait what who's thinking about buying football in june to lock in their nfl and college football picks well with the super early bird football promotion at WagerTalk and sports memo we have a few reasons why early bird pricing for the nfl and college football combo is 8.99 using coupon code football 100 you can take 100 dollars off dropping the price to 7.99 if you purchase by june 30th and use coupon code football 100 to get your 100 dollars discount We will also toss in an additional bonus. On July 4th, we'll take the highest scoring MLB game of the day and give you $10 for every run scored. Last year, two games put up 15 runs, so that would mean $150 in free wager books to use how you choose. This super early bird $100 discount using football 100 and wager bucks bonus expires on June 30th with no exceptions. So if you plan to bet football this year, this is the lowest price we will offer you. So act fast and lock in your favorite football handicappers in both NFL and college football through the national championship and Super Bowl.
2: Happy Thursday, everybody. Thank you for joining us on The Prop Shop. I am Andy Lang from wagertalk.com. We do this every Thursday, and I am joined always by the great, the talented, and profitable Ariel Epstein, the prop queen. Ariel, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Once again, another week has come and gone. In Major League Baseball, how was the last seven days since we last spoke?
3: Andy, the week started out great. Then yesterday, I actually found myself more angry about losing a bet than I've probably been for most of the season. I had the under four and a half strikeouts on the Arizona Diamondbacks starter Madison Bumgarner yesterday. He ended up with five, striking out his last batter. gave up six innings in the first. Excuse me, six runs in the first two innings. I thought for sure he was getting taken out until I was watching the game on MLB TV. Heard the announcer say that Baumgartner needed four strikeouts since the beginning of the game to hit 2000 strikeouts. He was two away. The, the Diamondbacks ended up leaving him in the game just to get to 4K. Ended up with two strike or two outs in that last inning. When he got that 2,000 strikeout, so they left him in to get the final out. Turned out to be another strikeout. He hit five, gets taken out of the game. I think it was in the fourth inning. So Bumgarner was a loser yesterday, and that's my rant.
2: <laughs> uh, always got to check those contract bonuses <laughs> when you're it's handicapping. Not it's not contract
3: bonus, it's history.
2: It's just a history. Stuff? history?
3: No oh, man. He, would have gotten oh. it. he would have gotten it the next start and he would have been at home. Put Bumgarner in the home game to get 2K. Who cares on the road?
2: It it, it makes sense. It's, yeah, it's it's regular season Major League Baseball. Like the road like the road crowd is really interested in Bumgarner getting getting to a milestone. Uh that's a bummer. At least you'll be able to uh, one thing about some of these losses is at least it's a story. At least like when you lose a, a play it just kind of goes no one by likes the ways at a least
3: story Andy no one likes a losing story
2: well, it could be good at it could be good at Vegas meetups uh, here, here in a, here in a couple months. So, all right, we've got some uh, MLB props that we're going to go over, and I have a, uh, I have a a, a a little story about one of Ariel's props. So, Ariel, I'm going to start with you. We've got a lot of day games that have started already, but there's still plenty of action in MLB. So, uh, let's get started off with some winners. What do you got for us today?
3: I'll go in order. There's the first game, which is at 3.37 p.m. Eastern time. That's the Seattle Mariners taking on the Oakland Athletics. I'm going with the over six and a half strikeouts on Seattle Mariners starter Robbie Ray. He's got the Oakland Athletics, who have the 11th highest K rate against left-handed pitchers this year. When up against a team with a top 15 K rate against lefties. Ray's gone over this number in four out of his five starts. My favorite stat to back this trend is that last year, Ray faced the Athletics twice. He had nine and ten strikeouts against Oakland last season. Based Oakland this year had ten strikeouts in six innings pitched. I have to back a pitcher that's doing well against the opponent. Give me the over six and a half strikeouts on Robbie Ray. As for the Baltimore Orioles starter, Dean Kramer, I'm going under three and a half strikeouts. He's had a small sample size of games, just three starts. The only time he went over three-and-a-half strikeouts was against the Tampa Bay Rays, who have a top-10 K rate against right-handed pitchers. Against teams with a bottom-10 K rate, just like the Chicago White Sox, who have the third-lowest K rate against righties, those teams, the Royals and the the Guardians, are two teams that Kramer faced this year. He only had two strikeouts against the Royals, three strikeouts against the Guardians. I'm going under three-and-a-half strikeouts on Kramer against the team in Chicago that has the third-lowest K rate against righties. Lastly, this one went against me. I don't care. I'm going to take advantage of a low number. It's the starter for the Padres, Joe Musgrove. I'm going over 5.5 strikeouts for him. This started at 6.5, went down to 5.5. Decent juice, saw it around minus 140. I'm okay with that. Musgrove has been dominant, especially when up against the Philadelphia Phillies. He had nine strikeouts and six innings pitched last year against Philly. Musgrove is also looking to break a record. He's trying to become one of the first pitchers to have... I think it was like a. I have to double check the stat, but it's two. It's two or less score, two or less runs allowed with six innings pitched minimum in 13 consecutive starts to start the year. He's at 12 right now, where he's allowed two runs or less with six or more innings pitched in all 12 of his starts. He has to hit 13 to uh, break a record for the most ever. So we'll see if he could do that today and stay in the game. In regards to the strikeouts, that over five and a half he's hit in all eight games where he's pitched against a team with a top 15 carry it against right-handed pitchers. Philly has the 13th ranked carry it against righties, plus his history, his good history, Musgrove, against Philadelphia. I'm going to go with the over five and a half strikeouts on Musgrove, Andy.
2: Well, I can tell you one reason why I love that Musgrove play. I was uh, researching and, and doing my props, and we have to submit all of our plays uh, for the production team to get it. And I started doing the write-up on Musgrove, and I got like 90% done. I started looking every at everything, and I was like, Ariel's going to pick that play. That is that is an
3: absolute There's aerial. From. There's not many games to pick from. To be honest, I wouldn't have picked it if it was a normal slate of night games. The number at five and a half is normal, but six and a half is too high. And the same thing for Robbie Wright. He was seven and a half went down to six and a half. I never bet those six and a half, seven and a half. It's just a small slate today. I don't hate them. I don't. They're not my favorite range in that three-and-a-half to five-and-a-half range. Musgrove is now. The movement against him scares me for his dominance against Philly in the past, but what can you do? There's three games tonight.
2: Well, I, I like the play. I, I thought the write-up made a ton of sense. I was like, I, I, I know she's going to pick that one. So I got three others here. Uh, I'm going to go with Frankie Montas, under 18-and-a-half hours. Out. I love this number. 17.5 uh, I'm not going to play, but 18.5 I'm going to play it. He's gone under in three straight games. He's gotten lit up the last two games. He's given up eight earned runs and 18 hits in 11 innings. He's facing a Seattle team that is 7th best in OPS against right-handed pitching, and Seattle has just pounded Oakland the last two games. I really think there is something uh to this. Both pitchers for Oakland in the series didn't make it to the sixth inning. So I th- I feel Seattle's feeling great about their chances. They've won the last two games by a combined score of 17 to two. I think the the Seattle bats come in with confidence and uh Frankie Montas doesn't get to eighteen and a half outs. I'm also going to take Johnny Cueto over uh uh seventeen and a half outs. He's gone over this total in six out of his seven starts this season. Uh, word of warning, if this moves to 18.5, do not take it. Only take the over if it's 17.5. Uh, they like him to pitch exactly six innings, it appears. Uh, he's gone exactly six innings and four out of his seven starts. Baltimore is 21st in OPS against righties. I think Cueto gets to his six innings, uh, getting his 18 outs. And then hitter prop, I'm going to go with Ty France over one-and-a-half bases. Uh, He's been on a really, really nice streak, 4-9 this series against Oakland, 17 for his last 47. He has four doubles in that time span, along with two home runs, four multi-hit games in that time Really, really nice hitting streak, and he's been good against Montes, going 7-for-11 with two doubles against him. He's hitting 330 against righties this season and at even money. This is such a great price for him, so give me Ty France over one-and-a-half bases. Um, Ariel, uh, you got a lot of things going. Tell everyone where we can find you at.
3: Make sure to check me out at Yahoo yahoo sports.yahoo.com. Download the Yahoo Sports app. I'm also on Twitter at Ariel Epstein. Andy, I'm really concerned because you didn't tell me the story yet that you were, you keep talking about.
2: It it was it was that I was doing the Joe Musgrove write up, and I was like, I know Ariel's gonna oh. gonna, gonna gonna pick this this one, was
3: the story. That and I sound didn't like a submit story. it.
2: That's why I said in in pre production, it's not necessarily a story. It's like a quip. It's not quite a soliloquy. Oh. It's just a little. Like like things that I was thinking of you. (laughs) I was I was thinking of you and I did not submit that so that way I I knew that you would be able to submit your three plays and you wouldn't have to find another one. So I appreciate
3: that selflessness.
2: Teamwork makes the dream work, Ariel. <laughs> thank you so much for joining us. I'm Andy Lang from wagertalk.com. We do have a play of the day that is up in Major League Baseball. We're on a really, really nice 20-6 and six run on uh, client plays. We've also got auto racing pack that is up, um, as well as all the other sports. So, Ariel, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, I know you got a really, really busy schedule, and uh, thank you for all the winners. Um, Good luck, everyone. Let's have a really, really successful and profitable Thursday, and we will see you next week on another edition of The
1: Prop Shop. Last chance for football? Wait, what? Who's thinking about buying football in June to lock in their NFL and college football picks? Well, with the super early bird football promotion at WagerTalk and Sports Memo, we have a few reasons why. Early bird pricing for the NFL and college football combo is $8.99. Using coupon code FOOTBALL100, you can take $100 off, dropping the price to $7.99. If you purchase by June 30th and use coupon code FOOTBALL100 to get your $100 discount, we will also toss in an additional bonus. On July 4th, we'll take the highest scoring MLB game of the day and give you $10 for every run scored. Last year, two games put up 15 runs, so that would mean $150 in free wager books to use how you choose. This Super Early Bird $100 discount using Football 100 and Wager Bucks bonus expires on June 30th with no exceptions. So if you plan to bet football this year, this is the lowest price we will offer you. So act fast and lock in your favorite football handicappers in both NFL and college football through the National Championship and Super Bowl.